we give you thanks and praise for spending a life to see this Sunday. Thank you for bringing us to worship in your temple. We don't want to take it as a privilege, but that your mercy is forevermore. Bless us and bless your word in our hearts. Transform us, heal us, and make us worthy of your praises, whatever be the condition. That at the end of this service, we shall go home rejoicing with abundant blessings. Speak to us now, for we pray in Jesus' name. We want to thank God for spraying alive to see this Sunday. It is a very great pleasure for me and my wife to be in your midst. Though I'm supposed to be on leave now, but on this special occasion of coming to thank God, particularly for the healing of our dear sister Ruby, we're here to rejoice for the great things the Lord has done for the family of EK. May the name of the Lord be glorified in the name of Jesus. Coincidentally, Sam EK is to preach or to take the service in my chapel. So we are having exchange. So he will soon come to us. So God will bless his words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Turn to me to the passage that have just been read. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Now what I want to do this morning, I want to ask you a question. Which of the verses, from that verse 20 what? 20 what? Which of the verses appeal to you most? Anybody? I will take it from there. Check it. Which of these verses to the point of the ending of that lesson? Which of the lesson? The word? Yes. Read it. And touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And he touched he their eyes. Eh? According to what? Okay. So what was the problem of these people? Lack of faith. No, the problem, their problem before faith. Their eyes, they were blind. Could they hear? Eh? And faith comes by what? <laughs> so if faith comes by hearing, and they could not see, so which means it's important that message must be preached for all that things to be sorted out. And faith can only come by what? By hearing. And they had had the message. They had had the message. And it was the message that really stimulated them or, or that acted as a catalyst or an enzyme that propelled them to come into the Lord Jesus Christ for a solution. Are you hearing me? Because if not so, I don't think they would have come to say and cry into him. And then, for that to come, for you to come, Jesus Christ now said, okay, because of your faith, what happened? Eh? Be healed. Were they not healed? Now, you are not blind. Many of us are not blind, but we are deaf. 
One of the things I see in the church today is that we have the privilege of seeing, but we don't hear. And even though when we hear, the hearing does not have any impact in our lives. And that's why things are not happening. So it is important that while we learn from that passage, I'm still coming around to you, whichever one appeals to you, that in your life as a Christian, even though you cannot see, but what has the hearing, the hearing, is it the hearing, isn't it? Now I was talking about when that Marcos, remember Marcos, who is Marcos? Or who was Marcos? Do you remember Marcos? Who was he? He was the one that came to, when they were about to, to, to do what? To arrest Jesus. And Jesus, what did Peter do? Eh? I think he made a mistake. What will he have caught up ahead? But what did he do? And what did Jesus Christ do? He did what? He replaced what? Now, many of you here are scientists or biologists. What is this one called? The Pinae. It's not the Pinae. This is what we call Pinae, which collects the sound and passes through what we call the external auditory meatus. Isn't it? To the eardrum. And that sound knocks on the eardrum, and from the eardrum, it goes through the cochlea and knocks into the brain, and then brings back that you are hearing something. Isn't it? I still remember my biology anyway, after so many years. So it is important that God has given us ears to hear. But unfortunately, we have not made use of this ear. Faith comes by what? By hearing. And this hearing is important. You are seated now in this chapel, looking at me. Thank God you can see. But all the gospel and messages you have been hearing all these days, what impact has it made in your life? The message of the gospel, the message of the hearing, had impact in the life of these people. And that was why they were prompted to come to him and shouting to him, Son of David, have mercy, isn't it? Have mercy. If by hearing, their faith was not probably prompted, I don't think they will follow Jesus. So the message of God must have impact in your life to make your faith to be aroused for you to have your healing. If not so, you remember who you are. Yes. The eyes were open. Many of us as we are here, your eyes are open. But we have refused to open our ears to hear the truth of the gospel. And it's important that when you come to the church, let your ears be open and then let the hearing have effective impact in your life for your healing to take place. Oh, Jesus is a healer. 
Jesus opened the eyes of the blind. Make the dumb to see. Yes, you are hearing it. But do you claim it and believe it? That's the problem. These people had it. Although they could not see. But they believed it and they came to Jesus. And so they received their healing. May you also at this point in time in this chapel. Even though you are hearing. And your eyes are seeing. May the areas of your hearing prompt your faith to receive whatever you want in the name of Jesus. Now, which other passage? Are you following me? Yes. Verse 36. Yes. Uh, what? He felt great pity for the crowd that came. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Are you are you are you moved? Are you motivated by that passage? Huh? Do you know that that passage is a problem that all of us are facing now? Compassion. Mess. Sensitivity to the needs of the people. Which many of our leaders lack today. He saw the crowd. He had compassion on them because many of them, what happened to them? What do you say happened to them? Doc, what happened to them? They were like sheep without a... But before that... Okay. They were scattered. Huh? They were weary and what? Scattered. And scattered. Many people today, you see them walking on the road, but they are not alive. Weary and scattered. That is where Nigeria is today for all of us. And what impressed me in that passage that they do not know where to... And therefore, they came to him. My dear brother, my dear sister, in a situation of despondency, in a situation where you don't have anywhere to go anymore, and of course that is what we are in Nigeria now, who do you go to? You go to the senator? The person has called himself distinguished but already extinguished? Do you go to somebody who says an excellency? What has he excellented? Do you go to anybody? Nobody is caring for anybody. Even in the church, are we caring for one another? The only source of our hope now in this country is who we swear. It's Jesus. So this passage is talking to us. I said it when I was trying to come here and I saw this passage. I said, let me take it as the thing now speaks to you. So that you learn something from it. Simple gospel. We are wearied. We are famished. No money, no food. Things are difficult for everybody here today. Look at all of you who have come here now. Who have you come to meet? Jesus. And Jesus has the capability and capacity to sort out our problems. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our what? Yes. All our burdens and cares. He knows. I appeal to you this morning. 
I don't know what has been worrying you. I don't know what's your problem. Don't allow the situation of this country to throw you off balance. You have a place to go. Where do you go to? Jesus, on your knees. Go to Jesus on your knees. And when you are just confused at the crossroad, you know Hannah, when the thing came to him at heart at a point in time, where did she run to? To the temple of God, her alone, and began to pour out her heart to God. She was murmuring, she was doing that. has messed her up. She didn't know where to go, but she decided, I must come to God. Didn't God answer her prayers? Eh? The woman with the issue of blood, hasn't she gone to many places? How many gynecologists has she gone to, but nothing happened? They said she had nowhere to go again. Even all she had, she has spent. Medically, she was finished. But again, she had with her ears that there is someone greater than anybody that I can go to. She decided, in, without odds, without shame, with all the smell. Imagine somebody who has been, <laughs> I think what she was suffering must be, you call it fibroid now, isn't it? For many years, or blood hemorrhage, I don't know what they call it in medical. But she decided, today I must have my own healing. Who do I go to now? I've sought all, my, all doctors have tried me, I've tried all medicines, medicines. Then she decided that this crowd here, where Jesus is, I must go to him. And she now came to the place. The crowd was not an obstacle for her. She decided to make her way to the Lord Jesus Christ. Even when she thought probably it will not happen, but one again that happened here, faith. Faith. As those blind people had faith, she had the faith that if only I can only touch her, his garments, those the garments. Mametu onweyaka, mametu onweyaka. Mametu onweyaka, Mametu onweyaka, mametu onweyaka, mametu onweyaka, And immediately she tried and touched the hem of his garment. She became whole. The blood of her marriage stopped. She had nowhere to go. Jesus Christ's body was full of compassion and mercy. Even when everybody was around, nobody can still make you not to have your own healing. She was healed. Jesus Christ said, ah, something has happened. Somebody touched me. Ah, uh, uh, can you be saying that? Look, a lot of people around here say, no, don't worry. Somebody touched me. I, I felt power out of me. The woman said, Omu. Namio, what did he tell her? Your what? 
your faith has made you whole. And the woman went home rejoicing. Today, whatever is that sickness that has held you bound and you have nowhere to go again or situation, you will go home rejoicing in the name of Jesus. Because there is nothing impossible for God to do. Nothing impossible. He had these people confused. In today's situation, we are confused in Nigeria. Look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Some people are already afraid that they may come to Nigeria. Why should our faith be talking about coming to Nigeria? Me, I don't have the faith that they will come to Nigeria. How can they leave that area and all the other countries, they will leave them and come to here? I, I, I'm Elalo. And they are saying Christians, although Christians are suffering there now. But by my own faith, I know they cannot come here. In the name of Jesus. They may have agents. Some people say the agents are the Boko Haram. But as Jesus leave it, he will have compassion on us. He will help us to fight the battle. And he will defend us. We shall be there and he will be fighting the battle. He will turn them against themselves in the name of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, let your faith be strong. If you have nowhere to go, those of you who are in the campus here, come to the chapel. Kneel down and talk to God and cry to him. Father God, I have nowhere to go again. As you did it to these people, Father, please do it for me. God will do it. Say, if you call upon me in the day of trouble, I will what? I will deliver you and you will glorify my holy name. That is the word of God. But do you have the faith? That is the problem. Which other passage? Which other, other verse? Amen? Are you getting what I'm saying? Which other, which, other, which other verse appeal to you? I will just take one or two more. Some of you are just... Some people don't come to church with Bible anymore. No. It will not be put on the screen. Yes? Verse 31. Verse but what? They, when they were departed, spread about his fame in all the country. Verse 31. Verse 31. What happened? But they... When they were departed, spread about his fame in all that country. Again. But they... Can you stand up and then let me hear properly because your voice is being downward. I hope you are strong in health. Yes, I am. Verse 31, and it says, But they, when they were departed, spread about his fame in all that country. Spread abroad his, his fame in all what? Oh, yes. What does that mean to you? Evangelism, witnessing. We are to witness the greatness of God. Even though they had departed, the people that were left and saw what happened went about doing what? Spreading the word of God. And that is why we are here. That passage again speaking to you as I'm talking to you right now. Don't hold the testimony of God to yourself. It's important that very soon Ruby is going to testify. That's part of it. Testifying the mercy of God. And when you hear testimonies, it encourages your own faith, isn't it? To know that God can still do something today. Although they have depart the apostles have departed, but you are the witnesses. 
in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit does what? I will be my what? You will be my witnesses, beginning from Jerusalem. And where is your Jerusalem? Jerusalem is your home, yourself. To Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. I ask you this morning, how many of you have already spread the word of God to your fellow human beings? Every morning you send WhatsApp. How many words of God have you sent to your friends to encourage them in faith? Will you spread bad news? Thank God, say Twitter is coming back. If Twitter is going to be spreading bad news, let it not come back. But if Christians in whole Nigeria will be spreading the word of God to ourselves, our faith will be stronger. I always say when I go to meet people when I talk about that with what? With our SIM card, SIM, 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 and now SIM, 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 SIM. The SIM card is now C-C-C-C. What are you saying? What are you spreading? The Word of God. And the Word of God is an encouraging instrument. The Word of God is that which helps us to know that there is hope in life. I told my priest, I said, look, Coming to church nowadays, grammar, or talking about philosophy. That what I'm concerned about, people are hungry, people are despondent. Simple gospel that will touch the situation of life. And from there, let the person pick the faith and go. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Simple gospel for you to go and spread the word. When the apostles were preaching throughout the whole time, simple gospel, isn't it? And even preaching the word. Today, people want to miracles. Miracles will not happen without the word of the word of God will be preached. That word of God will convict. That word of God will convince. That word of God will convert. I call it three C's: convicting, convincing, and converting. And from there, miracle will happen. But people think, oh. Let his eyes be open, Jesus' name. Now, those people that were blind that followed Jesus, one of the things you must note there that immediately they were shouting, shouting. Jesus Christ did not answer them immediately, was he not? He did not answer them immediately because of that. They followed him again. Perseverance, persistence that was what gave them the opportunity. Jesus Christ was told to know, they were serious. Until he entered the house. They followed him. They pursued him. Until what happened? He now asked them, what do you want? Our eyes. Do you believe they can do this? Let your faith. Somebody like Zacchaeus. Who was Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus was a very rich tax collector, was he not? Eh? Very rich. But what short he had all the positions he had all the possessions but the word of god he had that somebody was passing amen the word of god touched him that somebody was passing and because he was so short that he could not even get to the place desperate as he was i want to see this man 
What did he do? Huh? <laughs> Are you surprised? How always you? Can you tell me what, who is the rich man you know in this town that is short? Let me use him as an example. Huh? Oh yeah? <laughs> Imagine someone like that. Take a puzzle. Take a puzzle. I can see him walking along but he ran. What was he looking for that he was running to, to, to climb a whole sycamore tree? He knew money could not save him. Was he not? He knew that what I, I liked to know not. Money could not be anything to him. His possession, his position could not save him. He climbed the sycamore tree. And the sycamore tree. But again, Jesus, sensitive to these people, Recognized that it was Mpumpumado up there and stopped and said, Zacchaeus, what happened? Come down. The word of God had touched him for him to be seeking for Jesus. And then what happened? I'm going to your house. And when he got into the house, people were accusing Jesus for getting to a very rich man's house or dining with sinners. And I said, He came for us, not for the rich. I mean, not for the he held it. He came for those who are sinners, you and me, for us to be saved. And the word of God touched Sanctus. That was in Luke chapter 19, isn't it? And he said to him, just simple, this word has touched me. All I have taken from people, I will do what? Restitution, was it not? And the man forfeited many things for the gospel, for the kingdom. Spreading the word of God. How many have you touched with your word? In your classroom, how many have you talked to? How many have you talked to to say, look, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is our Savior. Coming to church is not, a, is not, is not enough. We must spread the gospel. We must let others know. So go into the world and make examples of all nations. Baptizing the name of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So the passage you read this morning is saying a lot to us. In this Trinity season that we are supposed to grow in spirit, we should not neglect what God wants us to do. By hearing with faith and also by making sure that we speak and follow Jesus without doubting. Finally, any other person? I want somebody from, from that side, from that side. You don't no passage appeal to you. Oh dear. Why? Uh, verse 37 says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Mm -hmm. can, can that still be applied to today? Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is what? Why did he say so? There were so many people, so many people, you go mad. But unfortunately, people who will minister to them are very few. My brothers and sisters, that issue has become almost a problem now in our dioceses. <laughs> I was telling them that. This passage has gone to reverse. 
in so many of our dioceses today. The laborers are the the are now more than the harvest. Do you know what I'm saying? The laborers are more than harvest. That's the irony now. The laborers are what? Are no more few than the harvest. Now, what, who are the harvest? I'm asking, who are the harvest? They say harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. Now, who are the harvest and who are the laborers? Question to you. Yes. Huh? Yes. Unreached population, yes. Necessarily, not necessarily those who ordained to be posted to churches. So, uh -huh. so they are the people who have accepted the gospel that will now reach the unreached. Like you. Like me. How many have you reached? I have been doing that, you know, too. You know, lawyers will always argue. Amen. I don't know. Because even in his diocese, there's overpopulation of pastors than the churches. Not on the true sense. Because many of you think that the laborers are only the pastors. And because of that, you leave the work to the pastors alone. Now, this year, no, last year I did not do ordination. Why? I told my priest, I said, I cannot be ordaining people when I don't have anywhere to post them. That until you found churches and reach on reach, as he said, and then we now ordain laborers to go there, isn't it? Because you find that even what he's saying about the people who have been covered. Uh, yes, this I must commend you people here. I think you are the I think this chapel is the best and the only chapel that has reached on reach on my behalf in this diocese. I can say it anywhere. But you cannot do everything. I asked some of my educators and some of my pastors, how many churches have you founded? But look at this chapel. You go out, you collect money, you build churches, you build vicarage, and now I post people there. But it's limited. Do you know that now? I'm having a problem of where to post on pastors. There are now more than the churches we have. And I said to them, go and farm more churches. If the harvest is now lower than the laborers, then the laborers must begin to farm the harvest. Isn't it? That's what should happen. But let me tell you, there's much laziness among laborers. Many of our laborers today are lazy. Including yourself. How many unreached have we reached? How many unreached in this diocese? If not this chapel that has now gone out to many of the areas. Look, listen. When I was trying to divide this Enugu diocese into many other dioceses, I had proposed to create Kano dioceses or Enugu whatever. So that at least the whole of Aban in the other world we, we go and all that. So that they can be quick, sporadic spread of the gospel. 
But because those people in that area became so nostalgic and so argumentative, they lost it. But now when I go to that area, going for, I could not believe that Enugu's house is still far inside. To many areas I found almost at the vast end of going to a Boeing state. And I was asking myself, so Enugu's house is still as far as this. When you go to somewhere like Nome, you go to places like uh, Onichago, going inside, the unreached are still there. But we are now planting churches there. But even churches we are planting there. No, not. Okay, okay well, let me just say, we are building, or probably even somewhere you plant some churches, because the church is not the building. The church are the people, the ecclesia, isn't it? So even though when you have some few people gathered, the building is not there. Some are living in higher houses. Some of the clergymen are living in some higher houses. Or workers are living in some higher houses. It's difficult. But again, for the laborers to be able to get to the rich unreached, it's expensive. Let me tell you, evangelism is what? Is it not expensive? It's expensive. What we do now, most of the clergymen in these rural areas that cannot receive salary, we now get salary from here, we want money here, to pay them so that they won't, they won't suffer that they are in the villages. Every month we mobilize money to augment. I mean, you come to a place where if somebody is collecting collection, the collection is uh, 5,000 naira a month, and the clergyman is to collect about 30-something naira a month. 5,000, what is it going to do? It's a problem. So thank you for that passage, this passage. The laborers today are getting fewer than the harvest. No, are getting more than what? The harvest is few. Many people want to be ordained as pre-pastors. Let me just say pastors now. But many of your many of members, whom Argentina is talking about, are supposed to be uh, laborers to reach on reach. What time do you give to us to get on reach? How many of you get rich on rich? Many of you are not doing it. Each of us are supposed to be evangelists to reach out. Many of our churches in the city here, how many of them find time, either group by group, to say, okay, this Sunday, we are going to social village for outreach. Which some of you are doing? They're not doing that. And so because of that, we have lesser churches or buildings or whatever, gatherings, to post pastors. That's what I'm suffering now. So it's a, it's a terrible thing, but the idea is that we should have more of harvest than what? Right now, do you know many bishops cannot more sponsor people to theological college? Because we cannot continue to ordain, ordain, ordain. I have stopped last year, some years, I say I have not ordained anybody. What am I ordaining you for? So what I just said, that you go and do what wilderness experience. After ordaining this year now, the problem I have now is how can I post three, four pastors in a church? Go even a post to Gumia. And he's in there. That as I'm as I'm preaching now, some of them will be sleeping in the altar. They can do unveilium. It is not supposed to be. Even you people who are sitting down here. Last Sunday. I went out because what I do now is that when I get out, I don't go to churches now officially because I don't want to have a bishop in Abia and a tiari at the end of the whole thing. 
as an archbishop, you read the Otoa. Open Kenri. So I don't go. So I sneak into the churches unofficially. And the first place I will go to is the Sunday school. And I have decided and have been able to, by God's grace, created teenagers' church and then children's church in some churches. And then, rather than pastors sitting down there to be sleeping, each pastor is assigned to these children every Sunday. So they now know that pastors also care for them, isn't it? And when they see me coming around, the children now, now they know that the Archbishop is not only for the adults. Go and ask any of the children, what is my name? They know my name. What is the name of your pastor? They don't know. No, this is it. But there are some children who are unreached. What do I mean by that? Some of our clergymen are not reaching the children. Or even monitoring. What I do now is that I monitor what is being taught to these children. Otherwise, they will clap, 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 and clap away. Because as a shepherd, you don't have to just think of the elders alone. So I'm caring. I care for these young ones, these children, the teenagers, the infants, the ACM. So that's what I do. In fact, basically every third Sunday, I move out to churches. So in in Sunday, I may cover about three, four churches, seeing what is happening. To know where what is. I'm watching even how some of the pastors are conducting services. Because some of the pastors are also unreached. Mr. Man, you tried in your vascular responses. But at the beginning, there's this tune you missed. I will tell you when I finish. So I, I caught you today. What am I saying? A shepherd, isn't it? You talk about the shepherd. You see, shepherding is not a matter of just coming to, You have to be meticulous in your leadership. So I want to say, thank God, that in all I have come to say today is that there are various ways God has performed miracles in the life of people. And now concluding it with our dear sister. The miracle of healing. If not faith that Ruby has with the husband, that miracle that she's enjoying today won't have happened. God is an awesome God. Someone wants to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not what all is He who what? And he let all my diseases. There's nothing difficult for God to do. He's a mighty healer. He's a God that when he touches you in any situation, you get healing. Doctors only, what do doctors do? Eh? They care. Nurses also do what? But who cares? It's God. So we commend and thank God for doctors, nurses, or those who want them on strike now. I don't blame them because how can the doc- doctors be on strike here and my president is abroad taking medical checkup? An irony. Why should we have doctors in Nigeria on strike? And within that period till now, the whole president has decided the country taking medical what? Check up abroad. And came back, I don't know what, I think came back with little COVID. 
That was it. That was why he went into isolation. This God will judge this country. I said, this God will judge this country. Doctors deserve their wages. A lot of risk are taken by doctors. And they have to appreciate them. Thank God for the nurses who are standing in between. Some of the nurses are even overworking themselves now. God bless you all. God will reward all of you in the name of Jesus. We want to thank God as we are here in this service. That God has touched the life of Ruby. When she will be giving, this, giving the testimony. You will see how God works at things as are impossible. There is no health problem that God cannot heal. Because he's a God that knows our... When I talk about the anatomy, is it? The physiology gun, and even the the physiognomy. Hallelujah! The thing say I just read only theology. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into medical areas, so I won't say I'm, I'm diverting. But the thing is that, that God is a God of awesomeness. So our dear sister, we thank God for you. We praise God for your help. You will not die. You will live to testify the glory of God. Because our God has spared you. Whatever may be the problem. Everybody here has one thing or the other. But if God says, I'm going to use you, I'm going to heal you, nothing will take your life away. The Lord will deliver you. As we are all sitting down, I don't know what is your sickness. I don't know what is your problem. The blind people came to Jesus and they received their sight. The man that was dumb came and was healed. Was he not? And those who did not know where to go, what happened to them? Jesus Christ had compassion on them. Will you now stand on your feet? I don't know which area, but I want you to stand up. And talk to God concerning your situation. That God, I have listened. Faith cometh by hearing. And that is what exactly I am trying to make it understand. That you have heard what I have said. Through the faith of God. The faith of the world. In what God has done in the other people's life. Let your faith be aroused now. Amen. Let your faith be aroused. That as you can Come to God in His presence. You don't have anywhere to go. Just put your right hand on your chest. Say, God, heal me. Make me strong. Even when you are somebody God is using to touch somebody like that, God will do something wonderful in your life. That you will not be a useless person. You will be useful. The Lord will make you whole. The Lord will make you strong. The Lord will do something wonderful in your life. God is a wonderful God. You will not live here empty-handed. Something wonderful will happen in your life. The Lord will do something great. Because we have an awesome God. You have promised you will never fail me. I will follow you. I will follow you, my Jesus. You have promised you will never fail me. Your faith is forevermore. 
Yeah. 